0: Hey everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365 in the mobile studio again. Today I wanted to talk about confidence, self-confidence, uh, because it's, it means different things to different people, but having come from a place in my own life uh, as a child where I had a very poor self-image and low, low self-confidence uh, to where I am now. It's it's not about being cocky. I'm not talking. Hopefully, people understand what I don't know. Does cocky mean the same thing? In the I have to ask somebody, my next American guest, if I say if I s- say someone's cocky, do you know what that means? <laughs> I know that comes from Australia. Like the we have birds cockatoos, which we call cockies, and they um, you know they put up their big what do you call it? The thing on top of their head, the yellow bit or it's pink or red and they put that up and it's it's like they're they're saying hey look at me being cocky (laughs) I don't know if that where it comes from anyway it's about uh, something that just I suppose shines through you and so I'll take you on a little bit of a journey uh, for uh, how I've created created it for me and uh, how uh, you can do it, how you can continue to, uh, to grow it. So I think for, for me initially, uh, my lack of self-confidence came from, from bullying. Like I was a smaller child growing up, so I was smaller than, than uh, everybody else. And that made me an easy target. And the bullying usually happened from uh, multiple people at the same time. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it was, say, like two, two people. I can still remember one, one thing uh, th- that was done by two people. I can still remember it as if it was yesterday, and it was really so, so mean when you think about it. I can remember it was at a, a lunchtime. I think I had to go to my locker, and it was back in a day where all the floors were, the corridors were. Um, or, uh, yeah, like a vinyl, lino, we used to call them. And so, sort of a shiny um, sort of surface, not tiles or you know, floorboards or anything. And I remember um, I was walking, um, it was a bit of an incline from one group of buildings to the other, all undercover, uh, indoors. And uh, I was just walking up there, and these two guys were coming towards me, and I said, Oh, hi, um, you know, whatever their names were. And the, they'd obviously had this plan because it was a coordinated uh, thing and they they said something. I can't even remember what, what they said, to be honest. But they then, they were walking, like, towards me and kind of either side, so I was going to end up walking through the middle, but it all happened very fast, right? And then I said, oh, yeah, how's it going? And, you know, they've then... Um, kind of grabbed my arms and grabbed my shoulders on both of because they were walking in the opposite direction to walking towards me. And at the same time they've both kicked my legs out from underneath me. Actually no, they didn't grab my arms. They and So they kicked my legs out from underneath me so I fell down on the butt uh, and like it really quite hurt. And so then they both, they grabbed a leg each and they're dragging me down, running dragging me down this really long corridor that was on a slope uh, running down and then as they've got you know, a few metres towards the end, they've kind of then slingshotted me into the wall at the end of the corridor and um, they, yeah, you know, obviously I hurt myself um, no one else is a around and uh, they're just, you know, laughing and uh, I kind of picked myself up, just looked at them, shook my head and were, uh, walked, uh, walked away, they didn't do anything else, they just laughed and thought it was hilarious and they, they walked away and you know, I can still remember that as, as clear as day. And so, you know, it was things like that where I was just seen as an easy target. And if there's two people, well, that's a lot easier, isn't it? Because two against one is, is never a fair, a fair battle. Uh, but I just never had the confidence to stand up for people because I thought, well, I'm small. There's one, you know, the person's either bigger or the, you know, those two people, uh, what chance have I got? I'm going to be really hurt. And it was kind of my my brain switching in to say, well just protect yourself and just get away from this situation. And but that didn't help my my self confidence and then, you know, the older I got it it kind of stuck with me, I suppose. And I also uh like the the old thing, results don't lie. And my report cards were not awesome. Yeah, I'd get Ds, I'd get Cs, I'd get the odd B. It was rare for me to get an A but I'd get an A in maths or something and and my confidence in my ability was also not great. It took me longer to learn things. I struggled uh, to pick up concepts. I think I just I, I just learned slower uh, than a, a lot of other people. And that used to annoy me because people around me were getting better marks. They seemed to do it easier, which is probably not the reality, but just through my eyes, it was like, uh, how come they Able to understand this, and I'm not, and that used to really get to me as well. And so you know, life, life can be tough. So I uh, then, when I got to that age where somebody threatened to kill me, I was like, like my early twenties, and I said, oh, "I've just had enough of this. It's, it's time to do something about it." And at the time, I thought, "Well, I was fully grown at that point. Uh, I can't. I'm never going to grow any taller." I'm not going to be as tall as my dad, who was like around five eight. Uh, Mum was like around five foot, and I fell in the middle there for well, sort of around five five. And so I thought, all right, well, I I'm not going to get any taller, but I can get bigger. I I can put on some muscle, and I can I can get some self self-confidence through that and at that point to be honest because somebody had threatened to kill me I thought I just want to be strong enough that I can hurt somebody if they're going to hurt me I can have the confidence to step in to say physically I'm strong enough to stop you and so that's what I did and then through that process I did gain a lot of self-confidence in in me as a person in having courage to stand up for myself if I was in that situation again because I knew that I was strong. I knew that most people didn't work out and that if somebody, you know, tried to do something, then I would have the strength in my legs, abs, arms, etc. to be able to withstand something. And so that gave me some confidence. But then as we progress through life, one of the the other things that I just mentioned was about my my intellect and, and not having that at a great place. And I went through, uh, when I was working at Coopers and Lybrand, I think if I had gone into, say, the manufacturing sector of clients, it would have been better. But you had no say as to where you would go. And it just so happened that I ended up working on insurance clients. And there are some aspects of that that are highly, highly technical from an accounting perspective. And auditing that and understanding that was just... Kind of next level thing for me that I had never learned before, and I really struggled with the, the concepts. And I thought I just really don't enjoy uh, this this type of work. And so then, you know, a few years in I ended up working. Um, they moved me out to a uh, more suburban location, which is probably good for. Well, it was very good for me because I I'd come from uh, country Bendigo and uh, working in the city was, it just wasn't my thing. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the, the travel on the train with everybody every day, I didn't enjoy that. And so being able to drive to a suburban office that was closer to home as well was really appealing to me. And uh, then I started to get different clients and, and stuff, but I just didn't want to work in that sort of culture. As well, I knew that the, the work wasn't thriving me at all, and I, I wasn't bringing out the best me. So I I then moved on and to RACV, and then had various roles there. And again, the, the last role I was in was probably my best role. And I don't know. I think uh, I probably needed to do what I'm doing now, and then before I went into corporate, so I could learn a, a whole bunch more about myself and also how to be a better a version of myself to bring out the best in a corporate environment. And so now I have uh, like so much more confidence in, in what it is that I do and it, it comes down to uh, the coaching that I've had because it's it's forced me to be uncomfortable and to understand what are the, the key success principles of being a high performing adult, a high performing person. In various aspects of my life, and so I I know that the work that I do with my clients is like best in the world. I know that the the food and how I work with clients is best in the world. Uh, there are several different ways to do things, but I know that I'm on the the best path for me to uh, like it. The what I the way that I work with clients is the way that I work with myself, and so I. I live and practice what I preach, if you like, and and I've, I've lived it uh, for a long time. So if anybody has a, an issue, then I can relate my own personal experience as well as my coaching experience and what I see through other clients uh, to that as well. So that has given me a lot of confidence in knowing what I'm doing is right because let's face it I, I work in the health and fitness industry and how many new diets and trends do you see and so what I have to do is I need to be able to understand what's going on with them and then to be able to filter that for clients and because there's always something new it's like I'm working in a, an industry where there there is so much new stuff and now there's AI and all that kind of stuff so I get questions about that as well and why we do certain things but there are elements physiologically and certainly from a mindset way in humans that will always remain the same it's like you're never going to be able to replace what we need to be doing with something else by some tool because we have to do it in order to look after ourselves properly until we become cyborgs and they put our head on a cyborg body or something we have to do all these things Uh, AI can maybe just help in some ways but we're to do the work so uh, I think one of the, the biggest things that has helped me develop the confidence, yes there's the, uh, the, the physical workouts and so forth, and doing that type of work has been instrumental in helping me uh, but the, from a, a, an intellect, mindset Uh, Perspective. It's been the coaching that I've gotten. Uh, I think the coaching that I had for a few years uh, through Tony Robbins uh, was instrumental in helping me be able to get to that next level, which has then taken me to uh, my current coach JT, uh, which he's just changed the DNA of my thinking altogether. So I think the one of my biggest challenges has always been that people... I've done things differently. I'm a, I'm a different human being. And... I, but I am, I'm very motivated. I'm very focused. I'm very hardworking. But I guess from a student perspective when I was younger, I didn't know how to study. I didn't know what hard work was and I didn't understand what I needed to do to bring out the best in me. I was trying to just do what everybody else was doing and trying to get the same or better results and it just wasn't working because I wasn't, that wasn't the right way for me. And I didn't know what hard work and focus meant at that particular time. I thought it was just time at your desk and reading and why don't I just understand it? Because that's what everybody else was doing. So um, I I think for a long period of time, um, and people still do it to some extent, but I'm mixing different circles now and people wouldn't understand why I would work out why I would do what I would do why I would uh, eat the way that I would eat uh, why I would not drink alcohol why I wouldn't drink coffee why I wouldn't eat certain foods why I was so stringent on those things people just didn't get it and it's like I, I know what I'm doing right I, I know that this is the, the pathway for me and so it was kind of water off duck's back uh, after, by the time I got to, you know, mid sort of adult, I'll say mid 20s, then I, I just didn't care what other people said because I knew in that space what it, what it was that I was, I was doing. And um, I think now in, in meeting my coach, it's almost like, I've met somebody that has made it okay to be who I am and to live the way that I do. Uh, he's similar, like doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do coffee, doesn't uh, do uh, drugs, doesn't do any of that sort of stuff. Um, he doesn't enjoy traveling, doing those things, which is just like me. Uh, if, if he does travel, it's for an experience or it's uh, you know to work on himself or that kind of stuff, and that's what I do. Uh, he doesn't spend, even though he's like high nine-figure net worth person. He doesn't spend money frivolously. He doesn't have all the the toys, the cars, or that kind of stuff. Um, he's just not into it. And either am I. Um, he invests in himself. The most of the money he spends he invests in in himself and branding. And that's exactly what I'm doing now as well. Um, I all my money i mean i don't the clothes i buy are either my suits and ties for professional events and i haven't bought any of those for a while and the the other clothes that i buy they're either the clothes that i'm i'm wearing for work uh for you know with my clients or it's it's puma where i like i i think i have one pair of jeans and uh, i don't have i think i've got two pairs of shoes i could probably wear out with those maybe three if I include my runners I don't don't know but I hate wearing jeans Uh, and I only buy Puma stuff so it's I I don't waste money I don't enjoy going out you know like for for meals and that kind of stuff Uh, so it's kind of like he's made it okay to be like that because he's like that as well and that gave me some confidence that hey you know what yeah you you're just a rare human being most people like to do all these other things you don't. I'm f- so focused on my work ethic, on my, f- uh, I'm f- focusing on being focused, focusing on being better. And that is a high performance trait. And it's not really been until I, I started studying highly successful people to understand what they do and how they live that I realized that I'm in the smallest percentage of the global population in this space, and that's pretty cool. So if you then backtrack from when I was this bullied little kid who felt like he couldn't stand up with himself uh, for himself uh, and feeling dumb and feeling stupid, and I used to tell myself because I'm small, I have a smaller brain, so this is why I'm not smart as everybody else and so you're never going to be successful, I was my worst enemy. It's like I'm never going to be successful uh, you're never going to be able to achieve all of these different things that I'd make up for myself and I've proven every single one of them to be wrong and so people say well you know why are you why are you so driven well it's because I don't want to settle and I'm proving to myself of what I'm truly capable of because I've been my own worst enemy and so I think that's pretty cool I think that's pretty cool. So self-confidence comes from a whole range of different things. And also, I'll tell you another thing that's really important. I have spoken about this before. This is about confidence, but also your self-image. When I went through this process when I was... Sorry, I'm going through a tunnel if it's a a little bit echoey or something. Uh, After I got divorced, I decided that I... I wanted to get back into the the dating game. I wanted to find that really deep, loving relationship so that I could show to my girls what that really looked like and I wanted to have uh, that around them so that they could then create these really fantastic relationships and stuff. um, Anyway, so part of that was I had no idea how to dress, how I should be dressing, because I'd been in a relationship for 20 years and you just dress the way that you are. uh, doing on a daily basis, and that 's just what I did, so I had no idea. So I decided that I would employ the services of a professional stylist. And through that pro- I could go through all the details, but i, I won 't bore you with those i 've done other podcasts on it. Um, through that process, I realized that I was wearing the wrong style of suit, the wrong shoes, the wrong cut. Uh, my shirts were one size too big and also the the wrong cut. I wasn't wearing the right shoes with the right belt. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So fundamental things. So this lady uh, taught me the fundamentals that I can carry with me forever. And she explained to me, because I'm shorter, that I needed to have, I'll just say, slim fit uh, type of uh suits she said look you've got you've got a good body uh you've got uh good legs you've got a good upper body and so forth she said you need to get these slim fit suits which i had no idea what she was talking about where it fits the contours of your body so it kind of comes in at the waist and no that's not the right word comes in at the uh like in a suit jacket it comes in at the sort of the the top and then come comes out i don't know you know what i'm talking about and the same with my shirts; like they they hug the body as opposed to they just hang off the body. And with the pants, uh, they kind of like they're they're firmer on the legs and then they f- uh, they flare out to the bottom. And she said you need to get longer shoes, as in not like flippers, but uh, you know longer uh, pointed shoes. And so she said, uh, "I'll show you what I'm talking about." Well, actually, she didn't say all that first. She just grabbed all these clothes with, um, with the person uh, in the shop and she said, put these on. And the very first outfit I put on, I'm like, wow, this looks really good. And then we got to the suit and I'm like, oh, god, like the suit I'm wearing right now is one that um, I got with her. And it's like, wow, this completely changes the, the look of me. And then she explained what I just explained and so then also my coach he has a tie collection uh, like his own tie brand and every single tie that he has is uh, like it's, it's a high quality I used to spend like 10, 15, 20 bucks on a tie uh, these are $100 ties but every single time that I go out somewhere I get compliments about the way that I look and part of it is to do with the tie as well because they're, they're just really nice and um, because I show up always looking professional in a suit that is tailored to suit my body, I look more professional now than I've ever looked uh, before. And that's all because of the professional stylist. Otherwise I'd continue to wear suits and shoes that were wrong and the wrong style, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So that, why am I telling you that? Because all of that has to do with your self image and your confidence. The other part about self-image is the, uh, like the physical body that you have, which is why also that I live the way that I live, looking after my body, eating the way that I do, training the way that I do, because I want to have a more muscular body for my my uh, skeletal system, and um, uh, yeah, I I want to keep fitting into the suits that that I have. Uh, but I also want to look at you know athletic uh, as well, so I enjoy that. And so then that also gives you confidence. I mean, I when I get clients that work uh, with me, they say, well, I. Some of them might say, well, I'm, I'm presenting in front of people. I'm not comfortable standing up there, talking about things when you know I'm not in my best shape, or people that have missed out on uh, jobs because they know that they. They've done really well up to a point, and then when they meet the people, all of a sudden the, uh, the job opportunity disappears for them, which sounds horrible, but it's still, uh, it's still a factor for people. Um, so that is also uh, great for your confidence as well. Uh, another one is to do with the energy that you have, which again comes down to your healthy lifestyle and so forth if you are living your best life, then you have a, a lot of energy. And with that energy comes that, that focus and also the confidence to know that whatever comes your way, you're going to have the energy and the focus to be able to handle it. So that's also super, super important as well. So there's a whole range of different factors that, that lead to uh, the self-confidence. I hope this gives you a bit of an idea today as to you know, some of the, the things that I believe. Uh, what makes the difference between you just being uh, a human being to a confident, high-performing human being. And uh, go out there and, uh, and implement consistently because you, you cannot become complacent. I mean, you can become complacent, but in terms of uh, getting your high-performance results consistently, just like I'm doing, uh, I work with my coach multiple times every single week. I listen to him every single day. Why do I do that? Because I'm looking to grow myself every single day. There are those things that I need to do every single day that I already know, like eating well and uh, working out and, and doing those things. I need to do them every single day. But then there are other things that I also need to do every day, which is about growing me. So I'm I'm learning new content. I'm listening and implementing consistently and they are the things that are also going to give you the confidence. You know that you're progressing in life. You're growing you and that's super powerful. So on that note, I'm almost at my destination. So uh, see what you can do to bring more confidence into your life and like I said at the start, it's not about becoming cocky and just like, oh, you know, puffery and uh, faking it. This is like like a, a genuine... A level of confidence that just comes, then you know. You're not boasting or bragging about or anything like that. It's just that people know. People can tell because of your success and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, that's me out for today. Stay safe, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.